Reach the Horizon, the official podcast of the Horizon League, your number one source for all of the Horizon League's top headlines. Here's your host, Justin Kinner. Let's crown another Horizon League Vault champion, shall we? Justin Kinner with you here. Reach the Horizon, the official podcast of the Horizon League. We have the Horizon League Men's Soccer Championships this week. We now know who the final four teams are, and we will crown a champion this coming Saturday night, 7 o'clock on ESPN+. Plus, The final four matchups, the semifinal matchups, will feature the one seed, the UIC Flames taking on the Milwaukee Panthers. That'll be tomorrow night, 5 p.m. Eastern on ESPN+. Plus. The winner of that matchup will, of course, go on to take on the winner between the Oakland Golden Grizzlies, the two seed, and the Wright State Raiders. That'll be an 8 p.m. Eastern kickoff on ESPN+, Plus as well. So we will crown a champion Saturday night for the Horizon League Men's Soccer Championships. Let's do a fall sports update. Let's take a look at some other results. How about the Women's Soccer Championship? Milwaukee won the tournament title again. They defeated the UIC Flames 2-0. They will face number 11 Wisconsin in the first round of the NCAA tournament in Madison. So congratulations to the Panthers again. Another fantastic season, another fantastic performance uh, by Troy Fabiano, the head coach for the Panthers and his players. Troy was our uh, guest on last week's podcast and just listening to him talk about you know, how he's been able to sustain the success of that program taking over a few years ago and, and all the pl- talented players he has on that roster. He's done a fantastic job keeping that program right where it's at and just continuing to try to take them to new heights. So congratulations once again, Troy Fabiano and the Milwaukee Panthers. Very well deserved and best of luck as they take on number 11 Wisconsin in the first round of the NCAA tournament in Madison. We just talked, of course, about the Men's Soccer Championships Final Four, UIC in Milwaukee tomorrow night, 5 o'clock Eastern, and Wright State going up against the 2C, the Oakland Golden Grizzlies, 8 p.m. Eastern, all on ESPN+. Plus. The championship game, we will find out who will be representing the Horizon League in the Men's Soccer NCAA Tournament on Saturday night. If you want to follow all the action, you can do so by giving the Horizon League a follow on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Search at Horizon League on social media to be able to follow the Horizon League uh, along throughout the season. And, of course, for all other information, check out their website at the Horizon, at, at Horizon League. Dot com. Our guest today will be Sean Phillips. He is the UIC head men's soccer coach. I'm excited to bring him on in just a moment. We'll talk about the Flames' successful season. This is a team that has won 20 straight home matches, folks. 20 straight home matches, and they're hosting the Horizon League Men's Soccer Championships. In fact, they are looking to get back to the NCAA tournament for the fourth straight season. The Flames have won the last three men's soccer tournament championships. And as crazy as that has been, with all the success that they've had in the conference tournament over the last last three or four years they have not won the regular season title since 2015 well they put an end to that drought here in 2019 six and two in the conference and that's uh where they sit right now currently so they're your regular season champions and trying to be your conference champions as well to get back to the ncaa tournament sean phillips will join us coming up here in just a few moments Being a listener of the Reach the Horizon podcast does have its benefits, including exclusive access to tickets to the Horizon League Basketball Championships. To thank you for listening, save $5 per ticket by using the code HLPODCAST at checkout. Again, visit HorizonLeague.com and use the code HLPODCAST at checkout. I look forward to seeing you in Indianapolis. All right, let's get to our guest, Sean Phillips. He's the head men's soccer coach for the UIC Flames. He's the 2019 Horizon League Coach of the Year. Here's our interview with Coach Phillips as we head into the semifinals tomorrow night as the Flames look to get back to the NCAA tournament for the fourth straight season. Here's our interview with Coach Sean Phillips. 
Let's welcome in our guest now, the head coach for the UIC Flames, Mr. Sean Phillips. Coach, welcome in, sir. How are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you doing today? Not too bad. Now, there's snow over here, and uh, based on everything I've seen over there, you guys are experiencing quite the winter weather conditions as well at this point of the season. Yes, it's kind of funny. I uh, On my phone, I got a uh, reminder of a memory, and <laughs> it just seems, uh, you know, two years ago, the last time we hosted, we had three inches of snow on the ground the morning of the final. Um, fortunately, here at UIC, we got a great grounds crew. So, you know, they've already done it once this year, the last women's game of the year, and the second-to-last men's game. We had four inches of snow on the ground the morning the women played. It got cleared off. The surface was, was more than adequate, I would dare to say pretty good, on Friday and Saturday. So I'd, I'd expect our, our grounds guys to have everything uh, – up and running for a great experience for all the all the uh, student athletes on Thursday and Saturday. Now, coach, this isn't anything that you guys aren't used to, but I mean, is it difficult when you start training for the season? It's in the hot summer months, and you know, even in early fall, it's still pretty warm. But by the time you get to the most important part of the season, which is this, you know, this time of year, it's when you're at the mercy of the elements of the weather. At that point, how tough is that training wise when you train in the hot weather elements to start the season, and then have to totally shift your focus when the weather changes at the end? It's one of the challenges. It's it's one of the many challenges that that the the rule makers of of college soccer have given us, uh, and it's it's also between this year and you know this weekend with a lot of uh, postseason play going on, and the way a lot of last year's NCAA games ended in the round of 48 and round of 32. It's one of the reasons some of the Division One coaches have been pushing for this academic model, to where this time of year you're playing regular season games, and when you go into your conference play and your NCAA tournament play in the the most important games of the year, maybe you're at less of that mercy of the weather and when most of the countries would be playing at that point in late April, early May into uh, late May and early June with the NCAA tournament. Now, Coach, you guys have had a ton of conference tournament success. I mean, but this year you guys won uh, the regular season title for the first time since 2015, a 6-2 mark in the league. Uh, I mean, you guys have a 20-match home win streak that dates back many years now. And, again, you guys just very good at home, super confident at home. But this season alone, the success you've had, just talk about what's kind of gone into this season and you guys having such a great run here in 2019. Well, it was uh, to be honest with you, coming out of 2018, we graduated six starting seniors who'd had a lot of experience, um, two key guys off the bench as well. And, and going into this, this fall, while we knew we had talented soccer players, uh, we thought it might take a little bit of time to, to get things clicking and, you know, Credit should go to the players on this. Um, they solved they solved some of those issues pretty early, and uh, I think some of the older players, uh, Christian Sanchez, Leas, uh, and Chino, are three seniors, along with a couple of our uh, redshirt junior leaders, were, were a big part of that. And some of the new pieces of the puzzle came in and really worked hard and in, into integrating themselves into the team and into the culture. And you know, the players are the ones that deserve the credit for for that piece of the puzzle uh, and, and proving a lot of people wrong that, you know, this was, this might've been a quote unquote rebuilding year and the guys have done a great job and, and showing how good they are, but they did it early. They did it really early this year. Now with all the success that you guys have, you know, had at home this season, even the last few seasons at that, you know, how much confidence does that give you guys again, you guys hosting the conference uh, championships, you know, beginning with the semifinals tomorrow night and the championship game on fr- on Saturday night. Just how much confidence does that give you with how dominant you guys have been at home for the last 20 matches? Uh, we don't really necessarily look at it at, at 20. We, we always look at it as, all right, we've got a home game on, on this date and, and we need to have a one game winning streak. And I think the focus of that with the guys, uh, you focus on a lot of stuff like that. That's the mental approach for the team. 
And then, um, you know, this year especially, uh, the crowds have been very supportive. We have a group of, of great, great fans who support the Chicago Fire as well as UIC, and they live here locally in the city where, where we're located. And, you know, we, we, have, we have had a solid group every single home game and some of our uh, closer away games to where they've come and, and they really excite the guys. And our, our students, have, the number of students has really grown as the season has gone on as far as support goes. So I think those three things are probably the best, the best indicators of, of why we've been successful at home. That's a great point, and you know you get that those large crowds at at your home matches, and then you guys have such an exciting style of play. You're fourth in the country uh, in scoring at two point seven goals per game. Uh, what do you attest that sort of offensive output to? Uh, it's the players. Um, you know, I've I've got two very good associate head coaches. Um, we believe in in how we play. We've been able to find some players to execute it, and. Um, at the end of the day, though, it's up to the players to execute it, and and they've done a good job of doing that. And you know, we we encourage the guys to play and move and pass and and create opportunities, and and make sure that you know while they have the the right to do that, they have the responsibility to to flip it when we when we do lose the ball and and find a way to disrupt the other team's transition and get back on the ball as quickly as we can. You mentioned the players. I mean, offensive player of the year, defensive player of the year, freshman of the year, and player of the year. Four different players on your roster bringing home those awards. And that just speaks volumes of the depth that you have on this roster. Let's start with the player of the year. And Jesus Perez, again, the second straight year that he's won this, only the third Horizon League player to ever win the award multiple times. What makes him such a dynamic player? He's, he's, he sees things. His, first of all, his, his, his technical ability is, is outstanding. Uh, he's his ability to he can beat you he can score goals so people have to be have to give him that respect but he can also be the assist guy and he you know in an attacking standpoint his ability to serve a ball as well all of those things make him a dangerous dangerous attacker but what he has added into his game since he arrived here uh, two and a half years ago has been his transition, his work rate, his willingness to defend. When when he's doing those things, it's he's the best version of himself because then he's on the ball more, and he's setting the tempo and setting the pace of play. And you know, the, those are the things. You know, everybody sees the his ability to pass, his ability to score. But what a lot of people haven't recognized is is the added defending, the added transition piece to his puzzle. The added maturity, all of those things have have grown so much to his credit since he joined us that that that's really what I think has led to him getting those those two awards. Sean Phillips, UIC Flames men's soccer head coach with the Sierra on Reach the Horizon, the official podcast of the Horizon League. Jesus Perez named Player of the Year uh, for the second straight season. You talked about his ability to pass and just how well-rounded of a player he is. And then you look at the stars around him as well. Offensive Player of the Year went to Bar Hazut. Again, Jacob Graber brings home the Defensive Player of the Year. And then a talented freshman winning Freshman of the Year is Roberto Alonso. You have all three of those guys around your player of the year there in Jesus Perez, as we talked about. Just how have all three of those guys around Jesus Perez really contributed this season and set you guys up for this run? Well, we found, you know, Bar, Bar, Bar came to us last year after a, a relatively successful first year at a um, Division II school and came in and, and got going. And he's a, he's a traditional number nine. You get him the ball in the right spots and he just knows how to score. Um, 
Robbie was was a, a um, talented attacking wide player coming out of the Fire Academy here in Chicago, and you know he's acclimated over the course of the season. And Jacob Graber, our center back, tell you what, when the way we we, we attack and the way we push numbers forward, his individual defending, his ability to play a good ball out of the back, all of those things end up coming into play, and then all of a sudden. Everybody else starts looking good. Um, and the other thing, too, that, that a lot of times get missed in these, these individual awards is all the other players around them mm-hmm. and all the, the, the work rate, the mentality, the ability to pass. That comes across from all of our guys. And, you know, these guys happen to, to, to put up the – get the votes this year, but, you know, over the course of time – I think a lot of a lot of the guys in the in the group. And it's a good deep group, as you said. I think, and a number of them could could be considered for these awards as well. All right, coach. You guys head into the semifinal matchups tomorrow. You look at the field again, as I mentioned. Wright State and Oakland uh, will be the second game tomorrow night. You and, and Milwaukee going head to head in the first game, five p.m. Eastern. Uh, just, what does the field look like to you? Uh, I know, don't even focus on Saturday night because you got to get through Thursday first. But when you look at the final four teams standing, are these the final four you expected? You know, the interesting thing about the Horizon League, I, I say it every year, and, and more and more people are finally starting to, to hear it. Any team in this league can beat any team in this league. So when, if someone asked me on August 1st, who, are the, who do you think the four teams would be, yeah, I'm confident enough to say that, that I believe we would be in there. But you got three teams that, that were left out this year that were on the knife's edge of getting in the conference tournament. Milwaukee is five one and one, six one and one, something right in there in the last eight, and they're on a great run. They had great talent, little rough start, but there was never any doubt that they'd be knocking on the door. Right State obviously is the last, you know, since oh nine they they've been knocking on the door to win the thing, and and then obviously Oakland they, they walked into the league and and announced their presence with first and second finishes the first four years in it, so. None of those none of those teams surprised me uh, that that they're in here in the final four and and that's that just shows you the competitiveness and the depth of our league. All right, Sean Phillips, UIC head men's soccer coach, good enough to be our guest this week on Reach the Horizon, the official podcast of the Horizon League. Coach, best of luck tomorrow night in your matchup against the Pan- uh, Panthers, and uh, best best of luck in your request to get back to the NCAA tournament. Great, thank you, I appreciate it. <laughs> All right, good stuff there, UIC head men's soccer coach, Sean Phillips. Great enough to be our guest on this week's edition of Reach the Horizon, the official podcast of the Horizon League. One more time, the Horizon League men's soccer championships will wrap up this week. A champion will be crowned on Saturday night. Semifinal action tomorrow night will start at 5 p.m. Eastern with the UIC Flames, the one seed going head-to-head with the Milwaukee Panthers. The two-seeded Oakland Golden Grizzlies will take on the Wright State Raiders 8 p.m. Eastern both semifinal matchups and the championship game on Saturday night all can be viewed on ESPN+. Plus. Make sure you follow all the action on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Search at Horizon League uh, to be able to follow along on social media. And you can also get all other additional information on the website at HorizonLeague.com. All right, that wraps it up for us. And just a reminder, while you wait for the next podcast to drop, stay up to date with the Horizon League. Visit HorizonLeague.com and follow at Horizon League on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Snapchat for news and exclusive behind-the-scenes 
access. As we head out, just a reminder that men and women's college basketball season has officially tipped off as well. In fact, we're one week in to the regular season. We've already named players of the week for both the men and the women's side. Let's start with the women. Congratulations to the first Horizon League Player of the Week for the 2019-2020 season. Your 2019 Nike Player of the Week award goes to Carly Murphy with the Green Bay Phoenix. She had 30 points and 9 rebounds against Central Michigan uh, when the Phoenix opened up the season with them. Keep in mind, Central Michigan, an NCAA tournament team a season ago. Uh, Green Bay opened up the season with two teams on the schedule that were in the NCAA tournament last season, and Carly Murphy had a fantastic start to the season. Uh, so congratulations to her as she has tabbed the 2019 Nike Player of the Week for the first week of the regular season. The 2019 Nike Freshman of the Week was awarded to none other than Taylor Pettit with Youngstown State. The freshman uh, went 13 for 21 for 61% from the floor. In the first two games of her career, she is averaging 16 points, 5 rebounds, and 3.5 assists uh, for the Penguins. So congratulations to Taylor Pettit on a fantastic start to her freshman season. So there you go. The 2019 Nike Player of the Week, Carly Murphy for the Green Bay Phoenix and the freshman of the week, Taylor Pettit, for the Youngstown State Penguins. On the men's side, you had Daniel Oladapo for the Oakland Golden Grizzlies. The sophomore was named the Horizon League Men's Basketball Player of the Week. He averaged 13.8 points and 7.5 and rebounds to guide Oakland to a 3-1 and one record in the first week of the season. Man, Golden Grizzlies, four games in the first week of the season. They are, they are officially off and rolling, so congratulations to them on that solid start, 3-1 and one start to the regular season. And as far as Freshman of the Week goes, the Horizon League Men's Basketball Freshman of the Week was awarded to to Amari Davis with the Green Bay Phoenix. Davis provided a spark uh, as, of course, the Green Bay Phoenix played at 23rd-ranked Purdue. He scored 10 points off the bench on 5-for-9 shooting in just 20 minutes of action. The Trotwood, Ohio native, followed his collegiate debut with 15 points in a win over University of Wisconsin Stout in only 18 minutes of action on the week. Davis went 12-18 of 18 from the field and had three steals. So congratulations to Amari Davis. I was fortunate to watch him play a lot of his high school games here in the Dayton area uh, in the Green Bay Phoenix. They have quite the talent on their hands, and I'm excited to see and watch his career grow over the next four years with Green Bay. So again, congratulations. Daniel Adapo with the Oakland Golden Grizzlies named the Horizon League Player of the Week, and Amari Davis named the Freshman of the Week on the men's side. That wraps it up for us here. Thank you for tuning in and listening and hanging out with us here. Make sure you subscribe and download to the podcast. Tell your friends and family about us, and uh, we'll continue to do this each and every week and have a lot of fun. Until next week, this has been Reach the Horizon, the official podcast of the Horizon League.